Welcome what up? to the broadcast. We have Joe Durte here with us today. <laughs> Welcome to Friday's episode it is of Lunch Plus. Because you don't have a cool bandana with American flag singing out the back. The America version. No, <laughs> the freedom version. Thank you for being here with us. It's going to be a great day. Go ahead and comment. Tell us who you are, where you're watching from. It's going to be a great broadcast. Share the broadcast because somebody that you know needs to see what we're about to do. And honestly, it's going to be a super fun episode. I, yeah, we're just so excited to have y'all. And I've never seen the American flag be put in somebody's hair before. So that's, I really mean, exciting. Abby did it and I just kept it there. So you're like double America today, triple if you include your shirt. I I go all out for the fourth. <laughs> Kevin said hello. Lisa said good morning from Albemarle. Priscilla said hi. Deb says hello. <laughs> Johnny says hello. Kevin says I love it. Paul Stallings. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. Are you one of the people that like puts off your own fireworks on the Fourth of July? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, is, is it legal here? Um, well, Whoa. if they go in the air, no. So it's kind of one of those things. Uh, that it's illegal, but nobody calls the cops. Because it's yeah. the fourth. If you call the cops with somebody for shooting fireworks off, you're not paid. Yeah. And mm. it really depends on how high in the air they go. Like, in town, I've definitely seen some go in the air, but not, like, over massive treetops. Gotcha. But on the lake, I feel like it's different, too. Like, I see And also, you're in the, the south, so mm. guns are part of fireworks, too. It's true. Oh. So usually once it gets dark, you Wait, start so hearing. Like, bah, bah. So you like take a shotgun and shoot the fireworks. That could be exciting. Is that what happens? Or is, I did think I just you're give trying you an idea? We might be thing? on something. <laughs> just if anybody, if there's a loud boom and you hear, I did not do anything. <laughs> Deb <laughs> says, America, America, America. <laughs> Kevin says, that's more American than Lee Greenwood shooting fireworks while eating apple pie at a baseball game. Sure. <laughs> See, I, I also have my mullet wig that normally I wear with this bandana, but I didn't feel like it would be appropriate for the broadcast, so we didn't break out the mullet wig. Though and I had the Screaming Eagle shirt, too. If you're curious <laughs> to see what the mullet wig looks like, there is a fantastic picture of my husband and George, or my husband and George, my husband and Paul, <laughs> while Paul is like full Joe Dirt with like sleeveless, like... Almost sure. like crop top level, like buttoned out. Like it's it's a pretty exciting picture. But George is dressed picture, like a pirate. Yeah, like, and in that picture, I didn't have my cut off jean shorts. Now I've got those to add to it. So, so someday, someday I'll have that be the opening picture for lunch. Plus, and I think and I actually wore that outfit no, we, to we want a people life, to watch the broadcast. I think I wore that outfit to a we life group meeting too. A different crew. I had my cowboy boots on, cut off jean shorts, <laughs> screaming eagle shirt, mullet, and bandana. Mm. Like you can't say America. No, like it's like it is it Paul is Stallings. it is something. Okay, as we are, well, Priscilla. Before we go, Priscilla says, "Don't shoot the fireworks." I I don't know why. I've never shot them, so I, I can't say one I, thing or another. That sounds like wisdom. Oh, you weren't wearing the crop top. I forgot it wasn't you. But like, oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I don't. Good, I don't I think wouldn't. I own a crop top, but yeah, it was it was somebody Me. else in the picture. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Okay. We're going to put up a couple questions for today before questions. before we dive in. We've got games today. Like, it's about to be good. And for those of you who know the movie Braveheart, we even have Braveheart trivia today. Like, we're going all out freedom style. Oh, wow. So, dun 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 question one. I had to raise the flag. It was at half staff. It was at half, half staff. 
Okay, <laughs> this is not patriotic. This is just a question. What game show would you like to be a contestant on? Price is this, right. Oh. Whoa, that, that was, was like quick. guttural. It's been instinct. my dream. <laughs> <laughs> really? I'm so glad they have it back to us because I want people to see the glee. They just like when they they it was like a couple of years ago they were filming in Charlotte. They were yeah. doing, and I wanted to go so bad. Like I was begging Jade to let me go. What's really exciting is that I've never talked about this with George, and our answer is the same. Wheel of Fortune. I want to be on Wheel of Fortune. I don't feel like I would do well on any other game show, but I feel like I could have a good shot at Wheel of Fortune. I'm not That's an exciting one. I always want to spin well, the big wheel. Like, and see, the thing about game shows is anytime you're like watching them, you're like, these people are so dumb. The answer is so simple. Like, especially like Family Feud. Like, you're like, I know this. I but, tried out for that. But f you tried out for that? That would be awesome. Cat, Arabella said Cash Cab. Cash Cab? I forgot about Ooh, that. Ooh, that's a good no. one. Belsey. Jeopardy. I'm not smart enough for Jeopardy. Johnny says yeah, Wheel of Fortune. Kevin says Jeopardy. Jeopardy. George says that Jeopardy is questions. for... I would lose every time. Mm -hmm. George says Jeopardy is for smart people. Deb says press, press your, your luck. luck. I don't know one. what that one is. Uh, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Stop. Do you remember that? No. no. Yes. Yes, I do. No. Okay. You know what there would be go. really fun That's to be on? Legends of the Hidden Temple. That's what I was going to say, actually. Ooh. I was going to say Legends yeah. of the Hidden Temple. Gladiator. E either Legends of the Hidden Temple or, uh, or Double Dare. You remember that? Yeah, I do. Double Dare would be a good one. What like, would you do? Remember that one from Nickelodeon? Yes. I don't. No. I need to look that one up. I don't remember that one. It was kind of like, it was the same guy that hosted Double Dare. Oh, really? It was, like, it was like Double Dare to the next level. What was the show with Summer Sanders? I don't know who Summer Sanders is. There was a, there, it was a Nickelodeon. I know Suzanne Summers. Uh, I don't know. But there was a Nickelodeon game show where like the, the kids, it wasn't really a game show, but the kids would, would have like a really weird um, talent. And like all the Nickelodeon stars would like be guessing, and if oh, they were wrong, they would about. get slimed. Oh, you remember that? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I forget what it was, but uh, no, definitely Legend of the Hidden Temple. Okay, number two. Question number two. Bum -ba -da. Worst nickname you've ever had? I feel like you probably have had some just because your name's Buddy. I definitely have some because mm -hmm. my name's weird, and <laughs> I feel like you were the popular guy in high school, um, so I feel like you probably Wall. had some. After he came out, everybody decided they were going to call me Paul Wall. I think it's just because it, I don't know. I don't understand. Paul Wall. Yeah, because I never had a grill that looked like a disco ball. I don't know who <laughs> Paul Wall is. He was a rapper, white rapper that came out of Texas, and he had, like, the diamond teeth. I thought you meant, like, Paul Walker. Yeah. I'm like, I mm -hmm. didn't know people called him that. Yeah, so <laughs> thanks to him, I got adopted to Paul Wall because that was the first thing everybody could think of with Paul. So I, my, least, my least favorite one that I have ever had was Borat. After Borat came out, like I got called Borat all through high that would school. Be awful. It was not good. Johnny said he got called Ozone. Ozone. Uh, um. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin says his least, his worst nickname was Private. If you were ever a soldier, you would understand. I don't know if you can hear him, Kevin, but George is laughing a lot in the background. I got Borat. I got Brat a lot, like because my name is B A R A T. People would just take out the first day. So Brat Bart. I had a gym teacher who called me Barrette, like the thing that you put in your hair, or Barrette, or mm. Beret. Mm. I got lots of really bad iterations of my name. Well, I, I told you, I thought, like, whenever I first read that, that was Barat, <laughs> and I thought you were, like, some Middle Eastern man. <laughs> and then, like, I'm like, I'm looking for 
and then Pastor Brian like said it's pronounced Barrett. I was still thinking Middle Eastern man, and then it was <laughs> what a was white woman. Interested in high school is like because I'm a junior, so um, like the attendance thing would always have Jr. Mm-hmm. and then Stallings Paul. Mm-hmm. So like her first day at high school, we sit in the homeroom and they kept calling Jr. Stallings, and I just kept sitting there. And then the teacher's like, if I didn't call your name, raise your hand. So I raised my hand. She's like, what's your name? I was like, Paul Stalin? She was like, I called your name. I was like, no, you said JR. I was like, that is not my name. I had a teacher. The teacher didn't find it funny. I I had one teacher who actually like sent me out into the hallway because the first, you know, like the first day of class, they would say, if you have like something else you go by, let, let me know. And so, like, one of the teachers said, Glenn Crabtree. And then I was like, I go by Buddy. And she's like, can you step out into the hall? And <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. And then, like, we went out into the hallway, and she was like, I know this is the first day of class, but you can't be, like, pulling pranks like this. I'm like, ask anybody in that room. <laughs> like, I've been called this since I was born. But um, when the movie Elf came out, that just ruined yeah. my life. Yeah, I understand I hated that. that movie for years. And then I got confident, more confident in myself. I, my most embarrassing moment, actually, like one of them, has to do with wrongly calling somebody, like using a nickname for them. Like Kev, because Kevin's on, I'll share very briefly. I don't need to go into details, but basically, I called. George introduced me to who he said was a friend of his at a retirement ceremony in the army. And he was like, oh, yeah, I gave, like, because everybody in the Army has nicknames. He's like, I gave, I named George. I called him Good Deal. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. You're like mom. You're like George's mom. It was like a full-blown colonel, like a, like a full-blown <laughs> colonel that I said this to. I was like, oh, my gracious. George left me alone, and I said this to this man, and he walked away. And then George told all of his friends about it. He's like, guess what Barrett did I didn't know until the middle of the ceremony when they're talking about this man pulling like children out of burning buildings and all the heroic things he did and I'm like I called you mom I'm so sorry (laughs) George George said I still laugh about it (laughs) good job okay one more one more question and then we're gonna play a game share the broadcast it's gonna be a great one if you could choose one person whose mind you could read who would it be Who's my mine? wife, so I can know where we were going to eat. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> I, 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 heard, I, I heard this trick that actually almost worked once. But Serena, I brought it up to her once. But like, if you say, like, guess where we're going to eat, the first thing they guess, you go to that place. Say, yeah, that's where we're going, because that's what's on their mind. I would probably not say a restaurant. I would just be like, where? <laughs> do you always have do you have yeah. those people yeah. those people like i'm thinking oh no we've we've for sure done this and i've i've, I've ruined that for Where? george yeah. <laughs> kevin my own <laughs> <laughs> deb says pastors pastors is my second answer i think my first answer is george i'd like mm. to read george's i don't mind. know if pastors would be a wise one because then you really know what they really <laughs> man this bird and Paul, man, he's really dumb. He was just, <laughs> no. Have you seen that video of like the honest preacher where like he's like, and Kevin, he's the worst. <laughs> like he's just up there. Not you, Kevin. Not you, Kevin. But in the video, I'm pretty sure the guy's name was Kevin. He was like, why are you guys so bad? You're embarrassing me in front of God. It's a funny video. You got to look it up. I am. Um, I like I feel like Pastor Nicole and I think similarly enough that mm-hmm. often I know what's going on in her brain like oftentimes not every time but a lot of times but Pastor Brian I'd like to know the inside of his brain so that way I could I could help 
better, like less correction of, no, Barrett, don't formulate things like that. Do it this way. This makes more sense. I feel like it would be helpful for both of us. Um, Lisa says that she'd like to read Pastor Brian or Pastor Nicole's mind. Deb says pastors. Um, Arabella says my parents or someone I know. Aw, your parents are probably a wise one. That's a good, that's a good call. Okay. Well, we have a game, but... We also are going to have a great episode in store for you. And before, um, before we end the broadcast day, we wanted to let you know, if you forgot about it, if you, you know, just liked hearing us talk about it, this is our last day of having the broadcast at noon, starting Monday. Wow, this exciting. coming Monday at 11.45 a.m., we are going to be having our brand new Lunch Plus format. It's going to be kicking off. We've got a whole bunch of awesome stuff set and ready to go for you. We're super excited about it. And changing the format is allowing us to get the gospel to other nations. It's allowing us to bring you things that it's easily shareable for you, for your friends. It's going to bring in so many more people to hear about Jesus and it just gives us opportunity to connect with you better. So set your alarm, set your notifications, subscribe to the What's Right channel here on Facebook, subscribe to the Brian Wright channel on YouTube, mm -hmm. turn those notifications on so that way when we go live, you don't miss us. Set yourself up for that. And starting Monday, 1145 is our new start time. So we're super excited to have you with us. Because if you miss us, we'll miss you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> And before we play our game, today we have both of our pastors on the broadcast. Woohoo! Hello. Pastor Brad, Pastor Nicole. How Welcome. is everybody? Good to see you. We love you. And uh, praise God for you. Uh, tomorrow is July the 4th. Happy Independence Day. We're celebrating freedom today. Freedom! I, I so much earlier. wanted to paint my face today as with the blue stripe. William Wallace. Yes. I do need you to know. I tried to, to tone down my... my Patriot. Bill. You tried to tone that as down. Much as I could. <laughs> Looks like you succeeded. There I mean, I could have had my American flag shorts on and everything, but that's funny. There is Braveheart trivia for you guys. I did awesome. get it set and ready to go. We're getting ready to play a game? Yes. Let's do, do it. Do you want to do trivia after that? Uh, yeah, let's do it after that. Quick. Okay. Or, or whatever. Whatever you want. Let's go ahead and do just a couple trivia questions uh, so that way we can move into our next game. Share the broadcast. It's going to be fun. I've never, I've never seen Braveheart as an adult. I've seen it as a child. So I really hope all these questions and answers are correct because um, the answers are just coming from the Internet. <laughs> so question number one, Bum -ba -da. who wrote the movie Braveheart? I have more exciting ones than that, but I figured I'd give you some easy softball ones. Who wrote the movie Braveheart? Uh, Pastor, is it based on a true story? I mean... Then God. <laughs> I mean, it's William Wallace's story, so technically he wrote it and then somebody rewrote it. I was going to say Mel Gibson. Or something. Well, Look mean, at you. Answer Wallace. is. <laughs> the, the character. Some of the Wallaces were on oh. the set. Randall, Randall Wallace. Wallace. There you go. Okay. Interesting. Do a question nine, like question nine A. Put that one up. I'm going to give you the softball ones, and then I expect Pastor Nicole to be the one to really lead us to victory. So, next question. What is the name of Mel Gibson's character? 
I've already oh. said that. William yeah. Wallace. I only know that because you already said it. Do you guys online know? Put, drop it in the comments. <laughs> we want to play with you. So put in the comments if you know the answer. Just pretend like Paul didn't already yeah. say it out loud. I don't think they beatboxed in Braveheart. I was just trying to give, it was like my, you know, on a game show when they ask questions. You like get your like, Jeopardy yeah. theme song. Dur we have beatboxing. Yeah. Is it usually beatboxing? Okay, the is answer is that? William Wallace. William, William Wallace. Wallace. William Wallace. Sir William Wallace. I like Sir William Wallace. Sir William Wallace. Sir William Wallace. Okay, next question. Bum, ba, bum. Bum, bum. As we put up any of them. Go for any of them. Da, 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 da. William Wallace's father and brother are preparing to join a group to retaliate for what heinous act by Edward the Longshanks? Again, I've never seen the movie as an adult, so I don't know these You've things. Not, seen the movie. not as an adult. I've seen it in high school. Hmm. Thank you, sir. Like George says it counts. I will guess, there's a, not a lot of people guessing in the comments. I will guess murder. Murder. I haven't seen this movie in like over 10 years, so I'm rusty. What was the question? The question the is, we have to put it up because it's a longer one. What, retaliate. what are William Wallace's father and brother preparing to join a group to retaliate? What was the act that they're retaliating for? Oh, man. Was it his wife that killed and like, then they that might have been their house they they I thought William that was the Patriot. Yeah. No. I, no. That was... I'm also confusing this <laughs> They shot his son. Kevin says breaking a treaty with Scotland. That sounds good, too. Yeah. We're going with Kevin. Is Kevin. What Kevin said. Murder! Scottish nobles in McAndrew's barn. Hey, hey, I said murder. That's right. They were having... Good, good, good job. <laughs> they were having a... Uh, meeting of the leaders and they took them out. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. See, I haven't seen it in probably 10 years yeah. either, so this is mm -hmm. challenging. Okay, next. Bum, ba -da. Oh boy. Okay, I'm assuming George knows these. When young William Wallace mounted a horse in hopes of aiding his father in battle, saying, I can fight, his father pulled him off the horse. What was William's father's reply? When the little boy hopped on a horse and said, I can fight, what did his dad say? I hope he didn't sound did like that. Did you choose these questions? I'm like, I'm like thinking, what color was William Wallace face painted? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is what the internet yeah. popped up as the top trivia things for Braveheart. Man. So, I, I think. Jeopardy guests. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeopardy Wasn't guests. this a really super like emotional scene in the movie? Sure. This question was done multiple times in multiple formats. So it's one, this line hmm. I feel like is a, is a famous one. He said, get off the horse. Nope. <laughs> Over on Twitch they, today, we've got, uh, who? we've got some spam comments <laughs> like, hey, want to become famous? I can get they all followers. They're all different <laughs> people yeah, saying the exact same thing. <gasps> Kevin! Kevin, yes! I, I know you can fight. Kevin has the beginning of the quote. What's what the, the answer is, bum ba da I know you can fight, but it's our wits that make us men. Whoa. Kevin, look at you. Never. Kevin, like are you sitting in front of a computer? Right, are you good? <laughs> <laughs> There's a really long delay on the answer. And it's just, just like a website of like Braveheart like trivia and just question after question. <laughs> okay, so you could just find the website and yep. yeah. actually, you know, while we're... Okay, will you put up the one about the sword? 
Brave. George's sword. George's answer was Excalibur. It's, it's is that not, the name that's of what the I was sword? gonna say. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> yep. Basically, the question is, what is the name of the sword that um, William Wallace used? I believe, as they're looking for it to put it in. What's the name of the sword? Oh man. Or what? Yeah. Is it not Excalibur? Like not the kind of sword. <laughs> no. it's like actually it's the type name. of a sword. I Broad think. Broad sword. Oh. Yeah. Oh, the sword. The sword. Good. I just read it like Marky pronounced it. The sword. Sure. William the sword uses William is called uses the what? Is called a what? Broad sword. Claymore. Did you just Google that? You just Claymore? googled it. You cheated. You. F Ooh. <laughs> I went and Can saw we? Wise Counsel. <laughs> That's biblical. I want biblical on your behind. Oh my gracious. <laughs> Kevin said double-edged sword. <laughs> I was saying the same thing. That's in the Bible. The sword of the spirit. Oh my gracious. <laughs> Kevin, it's not a firefighter shirt, by the way. It's a third battalion Marine Corps shirt. Okay, and one more. Super sorry. One more. Claymore. I didn't know that that was a sword. I only know it as... You know, front towards enemy, front facing enemy. That's only Claymore I'm aware of. <laughs> Kevin says, so we are clear. I have integrity and I am not cheating. <laughs> okay, this Unlike somebody else. That, uh, this last question. I didn't cheat. I saw it wise counsel. What was the name? This should be easy. What was the, I, I guess. What was the name of William's friend who challenged him to a stone, I spelled stone wrong, I'm sorry, a stone throwing contest when he returned home? A stone throwing contest. Stone throwing. David, David. Thank you, Kevin. He said my shirt's still cool. What's the name of his friend? The name of the friend. Yes. Bud. D. Come on, Bud. Well played. I'm so surprised uh, you it wasn't used me. Phone. Like I'm, I'm not over it yet. <laughs> I was thought wise counsel. I thought one of the questions would have been like. Good one. Priscilla says John. That's a great answer. John. <laughs> Is I it John? His last name Smith. Is it Will? That's Pocahontas. That's my alter ego because there's so many John, John Smiths. Smith. James. Uh, Jacob. Oh, I wasn't. Jingle. Wow. Hamish. 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 Maybe. Maybe. Serena, if wow. you're watching, can we name our first child Hamish? <laughs> wow. Wowzer. Everybody wow. can call him Hamish. I do that all the time. That's a good one. Like, I, like I find like, the most random. We did like, so horrible at this game. We are horrible at this game. All right, come home. on. We got to go play. Watch Braveheart. We're playing. We're playing. I know what color his face was. So this might um, sound super like awful, but Ooh, Braveheart, that's, is that based on American Ooh. history? Ooh. No, one of the questions was what two countries like are at war in the movie, and it's England and Scotland, so it's not okay. America. Hey, so, Abigail, so why are we doing? I'm gonna have you grab Fourth those lights July. and come light this real quick. Amen. All right, so we're playing. I just looked at the light. A freedom day. Freedom. Okay, so really quickly before like we like play the game, the there are a couple rules that are set uh -huh. even before we play. Spouses cannot play on the same team. That's a Pastor Brian rule that he has set with Pastor Nicole. So you and I can't play together, and pastors can't play together. So, buddy, just slide. Just all slide to the left. All right, how are we? That makes it easy. Oh, man. So we have straws. and Let's squeeze in. Yes. Put one here, Abigail. I think that's where we're missing it. 
We have straws on either team, and what? And we have a great big plate okay, of red, white, and blue. We have a great big plate of red, white, <laughs> and blue M&Ms in the middle. And so, Team A. Hold, the, hold on, Abigail. We just brought two in. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel was supposed to show them to you. All right. Go ahead. So we have Team A on one side, Team B on the other side, and the Lord's M&Ms are in the middle, the peanut butter kind. You're welcome, everybody. These um, are broken. We need to eat them. And so what's going to happen is we each have a straw, and we have to, whichever, whichever team has the most M&Ms in their plate at the end of time wins, but you can only pick it up. No. <laughs> Apparently we have the cheating. <laughs> Victory! <laughs> We think outside the box. Game. We don't put that in the box. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. Like, I'm already done. <laughs> you can't use your hands. You can't use. And they have to, so you have to pick them up out of the plate. It can't drop. Can't drop. And the only place it can drop is in the other plate. Correct. If it drops outside, it doesn't count. You can only use your straw to suck up the M&M. You cannot chopstick this thing. You cannot spear it like a sword. You can only use it to suck up the M&M, all of you people. So all basically, three of you. <laughs> we who suck the most win. <laughs> I, don't know how to, I don't know how to stick that. Wow. You have to suck hard and Stop. spit out. Stop. Okay. Stop. That's the rules of the game, right? Stop. Yes. Suck up the M&M, spit it out. Right? So I can't use my hands, but can Pastor Nicole use your hands? No. No hands are allowed yeah, at any patriotic. point except to hold the straw up. That is it. They were trying you to give cannot us use your hands to touch the M&M's. Your mouth yeah. cannot touch the M&M's. No palette. part of your body can touch the M&M's. Only the straw can touch the so, M&M's. Since and we're all going into the plate on. at one time, you can I use my problem. straw as a sword to knock somebody else's M&M sure. down? 100%. I'll play defense. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so all six of us no. are doing this at the same time? When you're the big right, guy on the court. Let's do it. Let's do it. Quit when talking. You're the big guy on the court. No the more talky talking. Okay, my mic is down. It knocks people down. Okay. <laughs> so what we're doing. So we oh, probably need to go in a. Stretching my lungs. <laughs> See, I don't all right. Block the camera. So. We ready? Yeah. One at a time. What are we doing? This is terrifying. <laughs> I don't know, but I feel the need to get out of the way. I just think we need to go in a. You. Know, we need to get some kind of pattern going. Circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're ready. You can go. You go first. Does it matter <laughs> if I block David versus Goliath. Our, our cords at the end of that this. That doesn't are bode well be, for our team. It's going to be a nice. Have you heard the story? <laughs> Who said I was Goliath? You're such a little man. All right. <laughs> How long do we have? Hey, 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 hey. One minute. So Are we starting that close? I feel like we got to be a dip. Why not? Uh, the straw has to be so cool. All right. Whoa. Wow. Let there a be light. Let there be light. Woo! All right. On your mark. How long is Rachel timing it? Yes. All right. Let's do two minutes. <laughs> two minutes. All right. On your mark. Get set. Go. Oh. All right. These cords are going to be braided at the end. Go, go, go. Oh, yeah. Go. Good job. Good job. Where are you, son? <laughs> <laughs> no, no physical. Oh, look at that. Paul's having a hard time. I got it. Make sure you're not in the way of the camera. Good, George. 
There you go. <laughs> so much air. Hey, you can't do three to top. Who's, where was that rule? <laughs> I didn't hear that rule. <laughs> all the cameras. <laughs> that looks so funny. <laughs> We're all like. <laughs> There's a lot of air hissing going on. This this takes a, a don't lot laugh. Of lung capacity. Um. Not funny. <laughs> Stop laughing. How long, Rachel? If you can hear what we're hearing, it's the most <laughs> disturbing sound of just... We were all like, don't get in front of the camera. And then competition <laughs> came in. <laughs> it's not in the rule book saying I can't take any from your hand. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is no. oh! Hey! <laughs> I really hope they picked up on the camera. Uh oh. Ah. <laughs> Don't laugh. If I didn't love y'all before. <laughs> In. Ah. I believe we won. Man, that's a workout. Did anybody vote for what team? Vote quick for me. Good gracious. Oh, we got to count. One, two, One, skip two, a few, two, 99, two, 100. Those are the two I stole from you. <laughs> Thanks for being honest. You didn't say we couldn't take it from your side on the pool. That's true. That's what Patrick said no. Wow. I was concerned that the peanut butter would be heavier to lift and harder to do. But you still had to. I had to walk around. We're, we're a little yeah. tangled. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I got in the rhythm and it just. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw it. You were good. A cord of three strands is not easily. Like ten seconds <laughs> in. How many did we have? Switched. <laughs> to, I, I get you. We're gonna win this. Seventy-two. Oh well. Oh. We got, it was close. Yeah, we had 50, fifty-three. Oh. <laughs> That's what we call a butt whooping. Good job. Well played. Well played. Yay! Well played. Yay! You have to eat them in red, white, and blue as a combination. You can't just all right, we need to do a little dance right here. Yeah, all right, so let's just do this. You should see our chords. All right, will you mute mine, Marky, so I can... While they're unmuting, I'll chat with y'all, because I have... A wireless microphone. I'm not part of this. So <laughs> if you guys have ever blown up like a multitude of balloons in a row, that's kind of what my brain feels like right now. Um, Deb says that they've done this one in Super Kids. Kevin says, flare the straw, Paul. Kevin then says, body check them. Kevin says, go, George. Uh, Era, oh, Belzy. Belzy voted for my team. I appreciate the vote of confidence. Uh, yes, well... Were exactly 12 M&Ms stolen from our plate to y'all's plate by cheating. I agree. Which I mean, would put us over. There were well, only no, two. We had 72, y'all had 50-something, so 12 would still give us the victory. 12 right. would give you 60. We had 53 plus 12 would be 65. Uh, George only stole two. Yep. I put them 
Deb says the sound of sucking was a bit disconcerting on now, this end. Deb, <laughs> it was Deb this of all too. people who are disconcerted right? by a sound. Let's discuss the nurse sucking is not the nurse one. Deb. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Deb has a Deb has a present that allows you to suck boogers. That is yes. that is what it's gross. Yes. So far, I think <laughs> George is the only one that has allowed her to try to suck boogers. This is I true. really like the American flag behind us today. That's awesome. Dern, dern. You may have to move it. Y'all had one. I had to have one. Yeah. Well, we, we'll have to shake it. Amen. Whew. <laughs> Your hair kind of <laughs> got ungelled in the process. <laughs> When you know it gets serious. You had like a couple pieces that I, were swooping. Yeah. <laughs> when the moose gets loose. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a children's book in the making. Nice. <laughs> when the moose gets loose. <laughs> Amen. Oh. We lost viewers during the evening. <laughs> well, of course. I was going to say they suck, but it's okay. We did. Yeah. Ew, Deb. I don't understand what's happening in the comments, but that's Deb, really gross. Deb, no, I hear this at Life Group, not now. Not Deb now. said that sucking chest wounds are good too. With your mouth? That's oh, disgusting. No. That's not what that means. I don't know. No. <laughs> her booger thing is with her mouth, so I don't know. It's, it's when you have a hole in your chest and you're trying to breathe and it's... We're gonna lose Paul. Yeah. <laughs> What great television, How you doing, though. Paul? Not I'm, already, I'm already winded from the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll catch you if you pass out. I think we're going to have to keep an eye on Luke that he might be like Paul. The cat sneezed this morning and had boogers come out, and Luke's like, mm. Yeah. Just so y'all know, gory, gross, nasty stuff will cause me to A, throw up, B, pass out. So moving on. So. <laughs> Because I don't want either of those things <laughs> right next to me. So, do we have any other games or questions? We're all good. So, here's the... Our camera people are like, which camera do I go to? I know. We're all talking at one time. <laughs> um, tomorrow is Independence Day, July the 4th. I'm excited. <laughs> Paul's up to something. I know, yeah. Y'all were talking about which camera, so I was just looking at him Look all. Look at his flag, though, when he does it. Like... <laughs> Old glory is going in the wind. <laughs> I'm so glad you came dressed like that. <laughs> That's awesome. That's why I got super excited when I was invited to the Freedom Show. The Freedom Show. You should have borrowed your brother's uh, patriotic overalls. That would have been awesome. I don't remember those. He showed up at the family. That's the oh, overalls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it stars on like the top left and then stripes? Where's Waldo style? Some, the rest of the something like that. That's it's like exciting. stripes all going down, but stars on part of it. But it's like all out overalls. That's awesome. They were special. That makes me happy. Y'all, next week uh, we're getting some stuff set up. It's going to be awesome. Starting at eleven forty-five on Monday, and uh, looking forward to it. If you can't see everything that's here, but. Uh, they're doing some practice runs through it, and we're really looking forward to the new lineup. It's going to be awesome. And uh, we just want to give you uh, great content and also give you the ability to share it uh, with your friends, and they will enjoy it as well. So it's really going to be a great tool to get the gospel of Jesus Christ out. And um, any, any part, one, one thing that we would like for you to do is, as we're uh, taking the What's Right Lunch Plus broadcast, which is daily, 
Um, we want you to pray over it. Just partner with us in prayer. Pray. Uh, we're asking you, pray that it will touch the people that God wants it to touch. Pray that it won't be held back by social media or anything like that. Pray that the Lord will just give it favor. Join with us in that prayer. Partner with us in that prayer. And uh, we just thank you for those prayers in advance. And uh, we need... We're going to be getting some new equipment and uh, getting some new things ready to go, and we're excited. Uh, it's really going to be fun. So are you all looking forward to it? Amen. Amen. Good. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. I love, I love what we were seeing with kind of the layout and the schedule and the contents that we have. Uh, that I enjoyed seeing that. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And uh, so share the broadcast. Make sure that you share it and uh, each day uh, with us. Make sure that you uh, share it with your friends. I think it's really going to be not only entertaining, uh, but it'll be good spiritual food as well each, each day. And it's, it's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Amen. Amen. My hair got all in my face during that. My nose has not stopped tickling since. <laughs> I, I need to go back and listen to it because I want to hear what the, the what sound. it sounded like. <laughs> like it was probably just... <laughs> all those people that hate like listening to other people chew, <laughs> they're the ones that left. <laughs> we didn't yeah, chew. We just, we just <laughs> made sucking like, noises. It's it like, sounded like Darth Vader first. There you minutes. go. But a higher pitch. Doing a workout like Darth Vader doing Zumba. Miami like that's Miami. what that was. <laughs> Use divorce, George. So today, I want y'all just to sit there and um, today, just sit there, just sit right there. Uh, Today in the broadcast, they're doing good. They're going back and forth with the cameras. I'm so impressed. Um, Today we're talking about freedom and uh, that everything's been, you know, red, white, and blue M&Ms, Paul and his Pauliness. And uh, <laughs> Buddy tried to force George to give him his T-shirt because Buddy did not come patriotically. So no, I didn't have the memo. I have a pretty nice patriotic shirt. <laughs> I didn't know you had and to have a memo know. about the Fourth of July. <laughs> Tomorrow's the Fourth of July. I think that was directed at you. Today's the third of July. It's the day before. This is a week-long celebration. You look like Stevie Wonder right now, just staring <laughs> off in space. <laughs> 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 you know, uh, this year has been a challenging year, to say the least, uh, for the United States of America. But it is still the greatest country on on the earth, on the planet. And you have people that literally are dying to get here, that that die on their way to try and get into the country. The reason why they want to get into the country, because it is a land of promise and freedom. And although it has been challenged this year, it is still a great country, and, and hear this, under God. Yes. It is still a country that was founded for God and by God. And because of that, uh, we, are, we honor him with this uh, country. We honor him with what he's given us in this freedom. And we celebrate the freedom. One of the things that I think is so very important for us to do is always to give honor to whom honor is due, which, of course, the Bible commands. Give honor to whom honor is due. And we do owe honor 
in that way to people who created a country where we can meet together uh, and assemble together as the church, where we can go after Christ, where we can go after Him. We need to also give honor to Christ for the freedom that we have. And uh, one of the things we want to talk about today was just uh, the freedom that Christ has awarded us, not only through what He did, but also the freedom He awarded us by employing great men and women to give themselves for our freedom in this country. And we celebrate that. We celebrate our freedom and our independence. And uh, it is a great thing that we have. It is a great blessing. And I'll say this, to the people that have a great blessing of freedom, to whom much is given, much is required. And our job is not to sit back and uh, just take our freedom for granted, but to utilize it so that we can further the kingdom of God to the best of our ability and uh, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Uh, And so you have to understand that as a Christian, as a Christian, number one, we are a citizen of the kingdom of God. Yes. Number one, we're a citizen of the kingdom of God. But number two, we are in this world. We're not of this world, but we're in this world. But our job is to recognize and you know, being a fan of a country that was founded on God and for God, and we have the freedoms to go after God and promote the gospel, that's a great thing that we owe honor to. And it's one of the countries that's done great things throughout the earth. You know, one of the big topics right now is uh, slavery and, it's, and what had happened. And truly, you cannot take this away. The United States was a country that put an end to slavery inside of itself. Now, there's obviously, when you have a wound like that that's worldwide, it takes some time to clean up those wounds. And, but it truly did put an end to that level of slavery that the whole world thought was okay. But the Christianity and the morality of Jesus Christ in the people in this country said, this cannot stand. It will not stand on our watch. And uh, even today, we want to close those divides and bring the love of God. And in this country, we have that ability. Every country doesn't have that ability. And we praise God for the freedom that we have. And that's how we need to utilize it. Again, I'll say, to whom much is given, much is required. There's a lot of countries where you cannot go around uh, free. Uh, I've been in countries where they they have police on the streets that just stop you because they can. And and the police literally stop you to put extra money in their pocket. All they're looking for is who can they get a few dollars more out of personally. And they're allowed to do it. It's a broken system in that way. We're in a country that has a lot of things right. And it's we need to honor that. We need to esteem that and uh, not take it for granted. But we also need to utilize it where many Many countries are limited. We are not limited yeah. like that. So let's not sit on our behonkus and not do anything, but let's use the freedom that we have to advance the kingdom of God because we have a vapor of time that we can plant the seeds for eternity and we have it in this country. So let's utilize that freedom and uh, let's utilize what we've been given. Amen. Amen. Well, I was you know, looking up some scriptures on freedom this morning and Galatians 5.1 stood out to me. And it says, it's for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again 
by a yoke of slavery. Yeah. And slavery is not just indentured servitude. Slavery is anything that yeah. captures you and won't let go. And we have to fight. It says, stand firm and do not let yourselves. You know, and we know from the word, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. The way we stand firm is we continue submitting to God. You know, Chronicles says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek my face. You know, as the body of Christ, it is our job. When the body of Christ gets out of culture and gets into kingdom, we'll see real change. Yeah. But we've allowed ourselves to be held in slavery to our culture. You know, be it, okay, um, I'm a female, so woman power. I'm white, white, whatever. I'm a redhead. There's only 2% in the world of me. (laughs) Fact. I'm a Pruitt, so I'm going to do things the way the Pruitts did it. All of that is crap. Yeah. If kingdom doesn't come first, none of that stuff matters. Shocking news for you. You are not your earth suit. That's right. I am not a white redheaded girl. I am a spirit being created new in Christ. So if I want my life to succeed, if we want this world to succeed, we have got to get out of culture and get into kingdom to see real change. But when we seek first the kingdom of God, when we as the body of Christ humble ourselves and turn from our sinful ways, we talked about this Monday night in ladies group, you know, much of the church thinks that that's, you know, people who are doing horrible things like, you know, drunks and drug dealers and, you know, premarital sexers and all that stuff. And that's a word now. (laughs) But what that means is anything less than God's will. Yeah. If you're going to church and checking a box, that's a sinful way. Yeah. If you're walking in less than the fullness of God, that's a sinful way. If you're putting culture before kingdom, that's a sinful way. So if we want America to rise again and be the country she was created to be, we've got to put kingdom first. Yes. We've got to humble ourselves, repent for not putting God first and stand firm saying no longer will this country be bound by slavery to anything. Yes. To anything. But we will as the body of Christ, the world's going to be the world. Stop expecting the world to change and look different. It's going to be the world until the church looks like a kingdom that looks so phenomenal that the world seeks us out. Now we still have to go out Spread the good news, be, you know, make disciples, as the word says. But when the body of Christ looks the way God created it to be, the world will look. That's right. The hope that's within us will yes. start to preach, and they'll ask us, why are you this way? I, I recently saw a testimony of a true white supremacist, um, a guy who was all you know, skinhead, tattooed up, everything, He came into a revival. What we need more than anything is a great awakening in this country. Uh, When they have great awakenings in other places 
everything turns to the Lord. And even the bars were shut down. Men whose wives were praying for them for years and years and years that they would stop drinking, they would stop beating them. All of a sudden, a great awakening that starts in the praying church. All of a sudden, that would change everything. And in this testimony, here's this guy who was an absolute racist, lived all his life that way, one touch from God, the fire of God was in a, in a meeting. And here comes this racist guy, this white racist guy who had been a real racist right. and, and was, you know, looking towards hatred and all of these things. God touched his heart and in an instant, his heart was completely changed. You want to solve the issues, we need a great awakening. It's why we're uh, preaching a series right now. It's time for an awakening. We must utilize the freedom that we have to go after God and his ways first and watch what God will be able to do. We want to see real change. It's always, real change is always heart change. It's not just mental change only. It's a heart change. It's a core change. It's a change in the core of who they are. And only God can do that where it's not just a band-aid. He can actually bring a solution to it, not just a temporary fix. But it's going to take us being who we're called to be. Y'all, there are millions of Saul's out there one message away from being a Paul. You know, we can say all day, well, they're they're scum, that white supremacist piece of bleep, 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 bleep. But one message Yes. One decision. Who knows what that man's going to do? Look at yeah. everything Saul did. He, he killed so many Christians, yet one decision. And now we have him to thank yes. for half of the New Testament. Yeah. But it takes us. We can't blame them. Yeah. We've got to look at us. It says, if my people, if my people... Yes. Will humble themselves and, and turn pray. their ways. That means us. You know who I want to meet in heaven? I want to meet, I want to meet the Apostle Paul. But here's who I want to meet. I want to meet the church who was praying for yeah. Saul. Yeah. I want to meet those prayers yeah. that were hitting their knees, praying for their enemy to come yeah. to the light of God. Amen. And see if the church today would stop talking about what's wrong and stop, stop trying to fix everybody and actually start praying for the light of God. Like yeah. in Ephesians 1, the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened, that the eyes of their heart would be enlightened. Then they'd be strengthened with all mm-hmm. might to, to walk out what they yeah. see that the Lord has uh, brought a revelation to. We'd start to see those Saul moments. We'd start to see the Damascus Road moments where Saul turns into the Apostle Paul and the church lights up again. Where are the prayers? Where are the people who are praying? Where are the ones who are praying for these moments? Amen. I was reading a book the other day um, by T.L. Osborne and in it, um, paraphrasing a quote, he said that he was convinced that ev- most every issue in Christianity comes down to a lack of understanding who we are, a yes. lack of understanding Absolutely. identity. And as y'all have been talking, the verse that stuck out to me is Second Corinthians three seventeen and 18. Now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there's freedom. But we all all seeing the glory of the Lord with unveiled faces as in a mirror are we all are being transformed into the same 
image. We're being transformed into the same image from glory to glory by the spirit of the Lord. See, we're all more alike than we are different. We have to look to find differences among us because all of us are created in the image, in the likeness of the living God. We're all created by him, for him, to do exploits for him. And when we understand that with the moment, the moment that we accepted Jesus as our savior, that spirit, that spirit of the living God, the spirit that spoke to the earth and said, earth be, light be, animals be, man be, that same spirit came in us and it said, freedom be, freedom be in this body, freedom be in the mind, freedom be in your actions. That freedom is what's inside of us. We're not bound. We're not held slaves anymore. We are a free people. And as a free people, we're being transformed one body. We're being transformed to look the same. And that sameness is Jesus. We're more alike than we are different. And it's time that the body did exactly what pastors are saying. Prayed for eyes to be open. Prayed for deceptions to be gone. So that way we can see with eyes of understanding, spiritual eyes, not physical stuff. I may look different than Buddy and Paul, definitely with the bandana right now. I may look (laughs) different than them physically, but spiritually we're the same. We're cut from the same cloth. We have the same father. We have the same DNA. We have the same blood. And that blood is Jesus. That's the freedom that we're afforded is the blood of Christ. Amen. Amen. You talked about identity. Identity is something that is, it's huge on my heart because I've seen so many women be destroyed um, because of their lack of identity. Men too, but I just, I have a passion um, for women knowing their identity in Christ. And, you know, something that is so important to understand is I don't know what Barrett's identity is in Christ is. That's something for her and God. That's some, an intimacy that they need to have. She can only seek her identity for herself. So I can't go to Barrett and try to fix her. Now, right. yeah. she submitted herself to us as a spiritual daughter. She submitted herself to us as, you know, we are her pastors. So there are things that I can speak into her mm-hmm. and I can certainly pray for her, but she has to humble herself and not just pray for everybody else, but she's also got to pray for herself, Mm -hmm. you know, and we've got to stop so many times. You know, I know when we were early in our marriage, you know, everything wasn't hunky dory, shock and all, you know, but there were things that he did that irked the snot out of me and things that I did that irked the snot out of him. And I just, I would every morning, Lord, fix him, fix him, fix him. And, you know, why can't he do this? And why can't he do that? And God said, well, why aren't you praying for him? Yeah. Oh. Well, in doing that, he said, why was that not your first response? Well. Oh. So when when he asked me that, I realized before I could ever pray for him, I had to get me right. Yeah. You see, I can't pour into the lives of others. I can't pour out the love of God. I can't pour out the freedom of God if I haven't received it for myself. And truth be told, so many times, you know, you've heard the saying, hurt people hurt people. And when hurt people don't go to God for healing, they bleed all over everybody around them. And the truth of the matter is, so many people in America, they're not angry at everybody else. They're hurt. Yeah. 
And they've got to go to God and they've got to receive healing for whatever wounds that they have. But that means we have to go. I can't make Brian go to God. He's my husband. We're one in Christ. But yet I can't make him go to God and change whatever needs to be changed. But I can go to God myself and I can get so full of God, so full of his love, so full of his hope that he looks at me and sees Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And what a testimony when we get our identity in Christ so strong that when people look at us, they see God. Yes. They don't see Nicole Pruitt Wright. They don't see Pastor Brian's wife, Abigail, Rachel, and Luke's mom. They see there's there's Christ in that woman. Yeah. I don't know what she has. I don't know who she is, but I need it. And that's what we've got to do. We've got to get our personal identity set. We've got to get so filled up with the love and the freedom of Christ so that we individually aren't bound in slavery to anything. Not your past, not what your family says, not what your body looks like, not what your business card says. You are free in all ways. And it's that freedom that you possess that you are called to take to the world. But that starts by you hungering after God for yourself and getting that love, the freedom, and the healing that we need to take to others. Please drop this in the comments. Acts chapter 4 and verse 13. Acts 4, 13, it says, Now, as they observed the confidence of Peter and John and understood that they were uneducated and untrained men, they were amazed and they began to recognize them as having been with Jesus. Amen. This is our identity. Yes. Like, I, I, it makes me happy when people see, you know, I can listen like Barrett and Paul, you've been here long enough. I can listen when you talk and I can tell that you've listened to me. And I think people will recognize that. that I've been your pastor for a while because you'll hear things that you say and I'm like, oh, that sounds familiar, <laughs> you know. But here's the more important thing. Not that they sound like Pastor Brian, but that they look like they've been with Jesus. Yes. That's our identity. Our identity is not, you know, that we're white, we're black. Our identity is not U.S. or or Africa or Gabon or Nigeria or the Philippines. That's not our identity. Our identity for a Christian is in the kingdom of God, a citizen of heaven, in the family of God, adopted and fully His, holy God's family. And when we accept that identity, all of a sudden our life is made unlimited. We'll walk in a freedom, a heavenly freedom, even better than an earthly freedom, even better than an American freedom, a freedom of Jesus Christ where every bit of bondage can be broken. And those that are, are free will be free indeed, the Word says, when we go to that. We'll stop being a slave to sin. We'll stop being a slave to peer pressure. We'll stop being a slave to the political system. We'll walk in freedom without fear, without a compromise, without a bondage in our life. All of that is in us and in our relationship Amen. with Christ. Yeah. And people will see it on us. There's something different about that. That guy, one of my biggest, one of my biggest testimonies I've ever had in my life is I have. Uh, there's a couple of um, uh, there's a couple of African American pastors here in this town that are some of my best friends. 
uh, Pastor Daryl Medley, Pastor Brian Johnson. And one of the things that they said, they said, they said, Brian, when we get around other pastors that are African-American, here's what, here's what they say about you. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> like, there's a lot of pastors said a lot of things probably about me that I don't want. They said, there's something about Pastor Brian. He's different. He's different in that way. That's Jesus. Amen. That's Jesus. And I'm like, oh, what a testimony. Like every time I think about it, it brings tears to my eyes. Like what a testimony. That's a testimony I want. I want it to be something that looks different from the world. I want it to be, there's some, there's a genuineness of the love and freedom of Christ. We want to be known as having been with Jesus. This is the freedom we're supposed to walk out. Amen. Amen. God is good. Priscilla said, come on, somebody. Preach. Kevin said, hallelujah. Amen. I feel like we just had a sermon. Oh, we did. God is good, y'all. Yeah. We limit ourselves yes, so much. We have limited. We ourselves. have limited ourselves, thank you. So much. And you know, who you are today, you're wonderful. God created you to be you. Yeah. You're wonderful. You look wonderful. You are wonderful. You're loved. You're chosen. You have a call. You have a purpose. Yeah. But that was never wrapped up in what you look like. That was never wrapped up in the family that you were born into. Yeah. That was wrapped up in the identity of Christ. He took his identity off and put it on us. What an identity. Yeah. What a power. What a freedom. There literally is nothing holding us back. Yes. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't really raised in church. I wasn't, neither one of my parents went to college. Um, we were, I'd say probably middle, middle class, lower middle class. And yet today, and y'all look, we've, if you've heard me talk before, you've heard me say <clears throat> before, I was so bound in fear. You know, my daddy was a mountain man. It's kind of, you know, it's my way or the highway and um, very vocal and outgoing. But yet my mom was very quiet. And the way I was raised is, you know, my brother went with my daddy. I went with my mama. So I kind of took on my mama's identity. I didn't know who I was. And I was very wrapped in fear. So when we started dating, I just assumed I liked the eggs my mama liked. I, I acted the way my mama acted. I was a Pruitt. You know, I was always going to be a Pruitt, and that's just who I was. So the thought of having to talk to somebody, it was not going to happen. Yeah. I was bound. You talk about a slave to fear. Yeah. I can write the book on it, like scared of my own shadow, scared of my own voice, hated everything about myself. But yet Brian and his daddy introduced me to Jesus. Yeah. And suddenly I found out, while my family is great, I've got two of the best parents in the whole world. There's still so much more to me than I had any clue. And it's because on December 29th, 1996, when I gave my life to Christ, I put down Nicole Pruitt. I crucified her. Yeah. Literally, you could go into a funeral parlor and you could kick all the dudes in the caskets. They're not going to respond because they're dead. Yeah. It's just an earth suit in that body. Their yeah. spirits have left. Yep. Well, 
If somebody walks up in the church and look, as pastors, we get plenty of people kicking us. Sure. We don't respond. Yeah. Because we're not here. Our identity is Christ. Yeah. So for us, the freedom is, I really don't care what you have to say about me. I don't care what you have to say about my family, about my spouse, about my church, because if you don't know Christ, you don't know me. Yeah. And there's a freedom in that. You know, it's kind of like we talk about when we train our church to go win souls. Don't worry if they say no, because they're not yeah. rejecting you. They're yeah. rejecting Christ. So, you know, when you take on the identity of Christ, there is no greater freedom available to you. You are created in the image and likeness of the Lord God Almighty. You, you watching right now, I don't care what you look like, sound like, came from, did five seconds ago. You right now were created in the image and likeness of the Lord God Almighty, creator of the heavens and the earth. Yeah. That's who you're created after. Yeah. That's who your likeness is. That's you right. Know? Your laugh, it sounds like Diddy. Your <laughs> yeah. words, they sound like Diddy. Somewhere, God has said the word Diddy. <laughs> but when you take on that identity, you don't, you don't see the faults. You don't see the junk because the more you look at him, the more you absorb him. The more you seek after him, the more you take on him. The more you humble yourself and say, Lord, I want to look like you, sound like you, talk like you, walk like you. I want to be like Jesus and only do that which he saw and heard the father do. Lord, that's who I want to be. When that's the life you live, that's the person you will be. And you will be the person that will lead this world to freedom in Christ. Because no longer are you worried about what you look like or what you sound like. The only thing you're concerned about is, do they see Jesus in me? Yeah. There's a freedom in that. Yes. There is such a freedom. And I don't care about the bills that come in the mail. I'm not bound to what my bank account says. Because I have given myself to God. Therefore, if he's going to provide for the birds, he's going to provide for me. He says, pray that there would be daily bread. I'm not bound to fear of finances. I used to be, gave myself ulcers. Like I'm talking ate a bite of food, went and puked it right up. Because I couldn't keep it in because I was so bound. But when your identity is in Christ, when your identity is in who you are in Christ, there is no fear in love. God is love and that's who you were created after. You are love in action. And when we get that is our identity, I am love in action. I don't see the wrong that the people are doing. I see a man that Christ died for. Yes. I don't see the harsh words that this woman just spewed at me. I see somebody that's hurting that needs my Jesus. When we put on that identity, we'll carry a freedom like the world has never seen. You'll walk in a freedom and a peace and a power that you've never known. But it comes down to knowing who you are in Christ. I've had recently, I was having a couple of conversations with a couple of people and I said, you know, as we're going in and having this Bible Academy that we're putting online, uh, one of the things that will be one of the first topics is 
uh, the three parts of man, uh, that we are, number one, first of all, a spirit. Yes. That's who we are. That's the real us. That's what was made a new creation in Christ. Uh, number two, we have a mind or a soul, uh, a mind, will, and emotion. And then number three, we live in this body, this earth suit, so to speak. This body will remain here, and we will receive a new glorified body, but we're not going to keep this. This body, what we see in the mirror, is not the real us. But we've grown up in a corrupted world where we've been taught to live by what we see. So we think that what we see is more real than what we don't see. And the Bible teaches very clearly that that's not the case. Like in Hebrews 11 and verse 3, the things that you see were made from things which do not appear. Yeah. It came from a spiritual realm. The spiritual world is more real. And if you'll change the spiritual root of it, the fruit that you can see can change. That's how people get healed. They receive in their spirit by faith healing from Jesus Christ. And the manifestation comes into the fruit of the physical realm and their body will be healed. That's why they can say, I'm the healed of the Lord, when they still are feeling the pain. They're confessing the truth of the spiritual realm. And so one of the things that I found is when we started teaching that uh, at the church at Boomerang, one of the things I found is the majority of American Christians have no idea about that. They, they've not meditated on it. They've never heard the teaching on it. They've never seen it in the Word. It's all over the Word. And it actually, the reason why we'll teach it first is that teaching helps to explain a whole lot of scriptures that look like they contradict, but they don't contradict. They actually, that teaching helps it all to mend together, and you can see how it fits. And you can look at it and say, this is talking about the body. This is talking about the spirit. This is talking about the mind or the will or emotions. And you start to see and say, oh, okay, that scripture's there. Well, here's one of the things. When you start to meditate who you are and your identity and the real you is a spirit being yes. who's, who's an ambassador of heaven, who's here on assignment, all of a sudden when you see that you're here on assignment and my identity is not a white, a white dude that was born in North Carolina, my identity is in God, made yes. in His image and His likeness, whose home is heaven, who's seated on uh, with Christ on the throne, whose everything God has put under our feet because we're a part of Jesus' body. And when we see that we are unlimited in what we have, we have a freedom in Christ that is goes beyond all we can ask or think or imagine. Yes. We have a freedom and a potential and unlimited nature because we're created in his image and likeness. Yeah. Everything changes and I stop looking at the man in the mirror and I stop start looking at the man in the heavens who's seated on the right on the throne at the right hand of the Father who, who I am and he's mine and I'm his. I'm in him and he's in me. I start looking at that knowing I, there's nothing we can't do. Yeah. There's nothing we can't be. There's no thought that's too high yeah. to think. And when I think that high, God will say, think bigger. Yeah. And he's yeah. done it for years now. Think bigger. Think bigger. Think bigger. Think bigger. Think bigger. Think bigger. What do I call normal, God says. That's right. What do I call normal? What I'm seeing across the country right now is a lot of people who really don't know who they are in Christ. Think bigger. Yeah. 
Think higher. Set your eyes not on the things below, not on the temporal things, but set your eyes above. On the things of the Spirit, on the creation in God. Think higher. Think bigger. Think like God thinks. That's what we're called to be. And when we don't think like that, we'll start thinking like the world. And we'll start trying to fix things the world's way. And it'll never work. It'll never work because it's not true solutions. True freedom is only found in Christ and in his ways. If you continue in my words, in my ways, in the ways that I teach you, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And if you're free, you'll be free indeed. Hear that. God says, if you'll continue his ways, you'll be free. But you won't just be uh, a semblance of freedom. You will be free God says, the Holy Ghost says, free indeed. This is, this is God speaking from heaven. If you'll do it my way, you will be completely free indeed. It's a promise, but we've got to do it his way. We've got to stop thinking like the world that we grew up in has taught us to think. We're in a country that we have a, a physical freedom. But if you're born again, you're in a kingdom that has a spiritual freedom. And if you'll operate by those spiritual laws and the spiritual freedom, you will be free indeed. And you will bring freedom Mm -hmm. to people around you. You'll bring a heart change that will take a racist and turn them into a man of love. You'll you'll take somebody who, who grew up and never knew who they were. And you'll turn them into somebody in a boldness and confidence. And although they may be untrained and uneducated, people around them will say they've been with Jesus. Yes. That's what we're called to be. Yeah. Happy Independence Day. Not just for the country, but happy Independence Day for anybody who will hear this message and start to apply it in their life. You just got free. Yeah. Father, right now we just pray. Lord, let people see. Father, just like Ephesians chapter 1, Lord, everybody who's hearing this or watching this, including us sitting here, Lord, let our eyes of understanding be opened and enlightened like it's never been before. Let us see things about you and the promises and our identity in you and how great you are and what you've given us through Jesus Christ like we've never seen it before. Let us see the great inheritance that we have through Christ yes. on the level of resurrection power. The surpassing greatness of your glory is our inheritance now through Jesus Christ. Lord, let our eyes be open to it. Let us see the freedom that we have and let us see as we see it. Feel the responsibility and fulfill it that those to whom much has been given, much is required. And Lord, let us give honor where honor is due. Let us walk out this freedom. Let us not play with it. But let us walk out this freedom. Let us walk out your goodness, your mercy. Let us walk out your love, your faith, your hope. Let us walk it out and stop talking about it. Let us manifest it in our lives. Let us live this freedom and be a distribution center of this freedom, of this this absolute An eternal change. Lord, let us be the bearers of freedom this Independence Day. Let us be the bearers of freedom in Jesus' name. 
Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Let everyone hear this. Let their heart cry out for the true freedom in Christ and let them never go back and let them be known as people who have been with Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Whew. Mm-hmm. Man, there was anointing on that yeah, today. Yeah, there was. If you haven't shared the broadcast, please do share it now. Share it. We praise God for you. We are excited for you. It's going to be a great rest of the year. Does anybody receive that? If you receive that your year will be different right now, put it in the comments. My year will be different. Give some hands up. Give some, <laughs> give some uh, you know, hands up, big smiley face. My year will be different. The end of 2020 is going to be heavenly. Yes. Amen. The end of 2020 is going to be heavenly. Does anybody receive that as a word for yourself and your family and your church family and your area, your city, the city that you're in, the county that you're in, the state that you're in? You're there for a purpose. And as you receive the glory, the glory passes through. This year will be different for my city. What if we could get believers in churches all over the world to actually believe that? This will be different. For the place where God has planted me. Oh, glory to God. Yeah. It's going to be different. That we're believing for the will of God to be done. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen, Vanessa. My year is different. Bunch of smiley faces. Glory to God. Priscilla Rogers, I saw that you donated earlier. Thank you for that donation. May it be uh, pressed down, shaken together, and running over in Jesus' name. Thank you for sowing into the gospel and what we're doing. And Priscilla, happy Happy birthday. birthday. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. He says, my year will be different and glorious. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, I don't know how to pronounce that. Ohuba. Will you tell me where you're watching from? I'm not sure. It may be Gabon or Nigeria. Where are you watching from? Glory to God. We love you all so much. Amen. Do you all have anything as we're wrapping up? I keep seeing like a a picture of an embassy. And as you all were talking, you know, ambassadors, Mm. they're not called to live by the law of the nation that they're in in that moment. You know, they're empowered by the nation that they come from. That's right. So when they're, like, (laughs) if there's... Uh, an ambassador from China here in the U.S., he is operating and is empowered by China, not by the U.S., but the embassy that he goes to, that's their stake on the earth. Like That's their stake in that nation of where they have authority and where they have power. And, you know, I was thinking of a movie that George and I have seen in in this country. There was like a dictator that was oppressing a body and and these people were just trying with all their might to get to the embassy because the embassy held hope for them the embassy is where their leaders ruled and reigned we need to be the ambassadors here on the earth so that people know where their freedom is so that they know the church is a place of hope the church is the embassy here in the world we're called to carry the spirit of freedom but here in this nation here in Albemarle Boomerang Church is an 
embassy of hope yeah. for believers. It's an embassy of love for believers. And ambassadors show other ambassadors where they can go to find freedom and find hope. So if you're in a place where you just received the prayer that pastors just prayed and you're like, now where do I go? Go to the church that God's called you to go to. Run to that embassy. Run to that place that yes. God has anointed my power and my spirit and my joy and my love. It's there for you to receive, to go be who you're called to be. When ambassadors go into that embassy, they don't just stay there all the time. They then go out and do godly business, but they return to then receive another assignment, to receive another empowerment, to go back out into the world. Come into the embassy that God has created for you, wherever you're planted, and receive that empowerment, receive that life so that you can then be sent out to do godly work and you're not held by the world's laws. You are under a different authority and the national, you know, rules that you live by is the nation of heaven. It's the kingdom of heaven. That's how you operate. That's how you can be in the world, but not of the world. You're an ambassador that operates off of a different yes. system. I just kept seeing a picture of it. Amen. Yeah, it was right. Amen. Thank you, Lisa, for sowing into the gospel there. And um, uh, Ohuba, Ohuba, he said he's from uh, Nigeria. Akute is where I believe how you pronounce that. I think that might have been, um, that may have been where we were with uh, Pastor Adesita, I think. So, amen. It's good to see you all the way from Nigeria watching. Amen. Awesome. You have this freedom too. Yeah. This is not just for America. Yeah. You are a citizen of the kingdom of God. Amen. You have a freedom that you're called to operate in. And I see it coming on you. It's important. Yeah, thank you, Lord. It's important that you were here today, Ohuba. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's important that you were here and watching this. And if you weren't able to see the whole thing, go back and watch when we sat down and started talking. Because I believe I hear the Lord saying for you, Ohuba, that... Today, what we spoke over is meant for you to take hold of by faith and walk it out in new ways. It was specifically for you. And uh, I'm excited to hear the testimony of, of what you receive and do in that. Amen. Glory to God. Praise God. If you would like to sow into the gospel, this broadcast is always, uh, it's always sown into the people. Uh, it does. It does cost us money and time and resources. You know, you've got five people sitting here who gave up part of their workday to be a part, and you've got more people behind the camera. It does cost to do that. And here's the thing: it's always free. But there are some people that the Lord has said, "I want you to be a part of what they're doing and sowing the gospel." We're getting ready to purchase some more equipment because we need some more to do what God's told us to do. Uh, we're, we're getting ready to look at some new cameras, some new microphones, some new all, all of this, switchers, all kinds of stuff. If you would like to be a part of that, you're welcome to sew into it as well. If you're on Facebook, you can type in hashtag donate. Uh, and then the amount after that, anybody can go to givebc.org and uh, you can give uh, at any time. You can also mail in things. That's fine as well. But we just want to make that easily available for you. There's people that the Lord has said. And when people sow into the gospel, you're not just sowing into our ministry. We're getting the word of Jesus Christ out there, the identity out there. We're getting his freedom out there every day. 
And if you would like to sow into it, you are welcome to. We invite you to. And I know that he puts that on a lot of people's hearts. Some people ignore it. Some people don't. But if you hear that and you're not under compulsion to give and you want to sow, we thank you. But here's one thing that I said this earlier today. We want you to be praying for this. We know that God's given us a vision. And we don't want to be the only ones that are praying and believing in a vision that God gives. And God, if you've been a part of watching it, we want you to be a part of praying for it. Lord, open up doors of favor for what's right and lunch plus. Open up doors of favor for creativity in the team. Lord, open up doors of favor for the equipment that they need and not junky stuff. Lord, open up that. We want your prayers as well. Partnership is not just always about finances. Some people think that way. It is not. It's about praying. It's about being a part in the kingdom, praying, giving of yourself in time, resources, money, whatever it is. It is about partnering in that way, thinking about it, praying about it. You know, I'll, we'll, with the team here, we'll always be talking about, hey, don't just let me come up with the ideas. What are you? You need to be praying for ideas too. That's partnering. And so, and the Lord says this, that if there's a grace on a ministry or on a person and you partner with yeah. them, Paul said, you become a partner with my grace. Yeah. In other words, you become a partner with the supernatural favor that's on that when you start to partner uh, in your heart. And so just pick that up. If you want to become a partner with us, just reach out to us I, like a regular, hey, I want to be known as a partner. We're getting ready to start that up, just a yeah. partnership program yeah. where we identify these are our partners. These are people that have our heart. We'll let you know more about that as we go. But we love you. Happy Independence Day. Have a great fourth tomorrow. And you are free in yeah. Christ. And if you haven't been before now, you can be right now. And you can be free in Christ in Jesus' name. He is, excuse me, he is the Savior and the Lord. He is the freedom that you need. Amen. Glory Amen. to God. Y'all have anything else? Amen. If you want to give, the link to givebc.org is in the link of the description of whatever platform you're watching on, so you're one click away from doing it. So if that is something you're looking to do, you can either click it or copy and paste it. And Amen. Easy peasy. Glory to God. We love you. Have a great weekend. Have a great 4th of July. Enjoy the day off for those who have the day off today. And amen. Next week, 1145, new content. New format. Buddy, please do that again. <laughs> that was awesome. Buddy, put the camera there. Ready? And... <laughs> if we could get one of those soft, like a big hammer, like a Mario hammer, and do the... Instead of whack-a-mole, we can have... <laughs> whack a what's right. <laughs> That could be how we do Bible trivia for everyone that we get wrong. We just get hit down. That sounds awesome. good. <laughs> that reminds me of my favorite little TikTok video that I've seen. It's this boy, and he's got a big, giant birthday gift. Yeah. It's in Mario wrapping paper. And he jumps and touches the star and starts running like in the game. like yeah. <laughs> And he runs, and as he's going around the corner, he slides and goes straight into the door. Oh. <laughs> oh no. And they copied it with the Mario music going. So it's like... <laughs> it's like... Dun, 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 game over. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh. oh. Whack-a-buddy, Kevin Best says. Parents hey, like you know what? I, I want... Whack-a-paw. Deb says whack-a-paw. 
I want to do something. We got to come up with something real quick. For everybody who's still watching, I want to give away a gift card. I want to give okay. something today. So Yay. we'll give away like a $20 gift card. And we got to come up with a game real quick and how they can win it. So who's playing? Whoever's going to play, put your hand up in the comments real quick. I don't know what the game is yet. We're, we're, it's, being led. Uh, we're being the led spot. in the moment. Go, buddy. All right. I believe in you. Ready gonna... in season and out. Uh, Y'all got ideas back there? Can I just ask them like a trivia question? The first one to get it right? Yeah, I'm, yeah, we can come up, we can come up with a trivia question. Let's make it applicable. What did Paul say his full name was at the beginning of the broadcast when he said that his nickname mm. had been? I don't even remember. Nah. I, I'm we not can, saying it has to be Do we that. have any let's extra uh, Braveheart questions? We do, but, well. We yeah, let, let's <laughs> avoid those because they were difficult. Hmm. Let, let's see. So y'all get ready. You, you be at the ready because it may come out really quickly here. Are Where was the first rumble? American flag made <laughs> Kevin said JR. Junior. Let's see, uh, was the first American flag stitched at? Huh? First American flag stitched in what city? In George's house. I know this. <laughs> I, I know this because I was, right. I was in this city this year, and I visited the house where it was stitched. Really? I didn't know it was done there. That's interesting. Yep. That's why it's called can't the American use flag house. Can't use Google, Pastor Nicole. Very profound sure? name. I'm not participating. I'm the one sewing. <laughs> We're the givers. Okay, I got an idea. William has an idea. William just handed us more trivia questions for Independence Day. Uh, Ooh. Pittsburgh. I was looking very much for a way to include Ishibosheth again. That's, that's what I was looking Deb immediately says Baltimore. Mm. Arabella says Pittsburgh. Johnny well, this doesn't give us answers, though. Miss Ross's house. They're at the bottom. Oh, are they? Miss uh, Ross's. Who, Diana? <laughs> <laughs> Her I'm cousin. glad you're here to laugh at me. I love you. <laughs> I laugh okay. at you most every episode. All right, I got a question. <laughs> no one gets to watch it. Okay, here's the question. In the New Testament. Oh. In the New Testament. Jesus. In, in the King James oh. Version. Since oh. That's what most people may have. In the New Testament, in the King James Version, you're allowed to search for this. All right. Whoever, whoever has the first comment that we see yeah. will win it. In the New Testament, in the King James Version, where, what is the first recorded instance of the word freedom? In the New Testament, in the King James Version, the first, going from Matthew to Revelation, which one is the first verse? that contains the word freedom. Ready, go, 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 go. Freedom, freedom. No more shackles, no more chains. Nobody. (laughs) That's not the answer. I was just providing theme music as you were looking. (laughs) It's not the answer. I was thinking about that song this morning. The first verse that the word freedom is used in the New Testament in the King James Version. How is it that we talked about Braveheart and the most quotable quote never even got mentioned? Freedom! I've said it no. since I got here today at church. Oh. Well, you may take my... What? I don't know, but it's, it's one of those, you may take my... Do you have a first answer? What is it? You may take my life, 
You may take Deb. That's her. Old Testament. But oh, oh, oh. Belzy. Arabella over yeah. on YouTube. Belzy. Look at Arabella you. was the first one. Acts twenty two twenty eight. She beat Johnny. She beat Johnny go. by four seconds. The Look kid trumped well all y'all. That's that's my goddaughter. Arabella wins the gift card. Great job, Arabella. Ooh. Acts twenty two twenty eight. And actually, the only time in the King James and the New Testament is mentioned. Uh, and the chief captain answered, with a great sum, I obtained this freedom. And Paul said, I was freeborn. So in other words, the captain said he paid for his freedom. Hear this. Jesus paid for yours. Sorry, hey. he paid for. Oh. Boom. Boom. Belzy, <laughs> text me where you want your gift card to, and I'll, I'll get hooked up. That's awesome. George was holding. <laughs> Deb said, I heard Old Testament. <laughs> you were right in the Old Testament. <laughs> I was almost almost right. What's that? They you may take Testament. away our lives, but they'll never, never take, take our freedom. freedom. I, I don't understand it without the accent. Can you do the accent? No, and people? apparently Mel Gibson couldn't either, from what I understand. <laughs> I think he got a lot of flack for his Scottish accent. <laughs> Happy Independence Day. Happy Fourth of July. Let's give honor to whom honor is yeah. due, yeah. and to whom much is given, much is required. Let's keep these in mind. And in Christ, in the Spirit, when we are in Him, we are, and we walk in Him and His ways, continue in His Word, we'll know the truth, and the truth will set us free, we'll be free indeed. Let's walk in that freedom the way that Christ paid for us to walk in it and be who God's called us to be. Amen. Amen. We love you. Have a great weekend. See you at 1145 on Monday. I want to say bye. Bye. Instead of finger guns today, fireworks. <laughs> y'all stop. <laughs> and, and back to you, y'all are like. <laughs> bye, guys. Bye, Have a great you. weekend.